episode 15 is here, and like a little girl, we're ready for our little quinceanera party. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the show. This is the Ryan and the Super Strong Podcast, and as usual, we're here with another episode. This week, I'm very excited about our guest. Um, this week's guest is Chad Coleman, who is the guy who made the art and logo for our show. I've been dying to have him on. Uh, ever since we started the show, he is literally the first thing that people see when they come to check out our podcast, even before they hear our voices or our crazy segments or anything like that. They see the art, and we're so proud uh, of our logo. It's awesome, and um, Chad did it, so it's cool to have him on. Um believe we hyped everything that he really wanted to hype, but uh, if you are interested in having an artist do something or a crazy rendering of you like I had for him to do for us, or logos, or anything like that, uh, you can find his website at www.chadwickart.com, C-H-A-D-W-I-C-K-art.com. Uh, so check him out, he's a great guy, and I couldn't be prouder to have him involved in the show, it's, his art is a huge part of our show, uh, and so it's awesome to have him on the show for once. Um, in addition to that, I mentioned it last week, and I'll mention it one more time since this is coming up uh, this coming Sunday, uh, December 13th, Lori Pasqualino and I are throwing a charity uh, Christmas event uh, with Mike Ranganese on, on piano and Anna Butters on bass. We're doing the Christmas songs by request all night, and it's 12 bucks to get in. I think I got that wrong last week. And its uh, doors are at 7.30 at Genghis Cohen in West Hollywood. Uh, all the money that we raise was go- is going straight to the Los Angeles Youth Network in uh, or Lane in the form of gifts and goodies for kids in need. Uh, there's an event that is run by Lisa DePiro uh, and Kimberly Roberts. Uh, Lisa was on last week's episode and talking about this uh, event that they do at the Blind Barber. And so what Lori and I are going to do is try to make a bunch of money at the show and then use all that money to go on a shopping spree to get a whole bunch of gifts for the kids and then bring those to the event on that Thursday. Um, So yeah, if you feel like coming out on Sunday or Thursday to the Blind Barber or both and giving some money to the Los Angeles Youth Network, that would be awesome. Uh, Because of last week and also the Facebook event and like hyping out on Instagram, I've had a couple people contact me about the fact that they can't come, but they'd like to uh, email me and uh, see if they can send me some money. So if you're if you're in a situation like that where you would like to uh, donate to the Los Angeles Youth Network and have us uh, give us some money so we can buy gifts for kids, feel free to email ryanasuperstrong at gmail dot com or look us up on any of the social media and hit us up and we'll we'll get a way for you to send some money to us and we will use it for toys and backpacks and earbuds and all the things that they're asking for. Um, so yeah, so uh, it's going to be really fun. I think those are all the plugs. Oh, I did want to mention one more time. As of right now, when I'm recording this on Saturday, uh, or no, sorry, Sunday night, uh, we have not yet put up Carly Kaiser's episode. However, I'm hoping that it's up already by the time you're listening to this. If not, it's going to be up soon. Uh, it's going to be a bonus episode or more like a repayment episode since you know it's not really bonus if we screwed you over and didn't release it. But it will be coming, and Carly is awesome, so be excited for a late but very funny Thanksgiving episode coming to you with Carly Kaiser as our guest. That's it for now. Please go rate us on iTunes. Tell your friends to rate us on iTunes. Tell your mom to rate us on iTunes. You know, your mom, your dad, your papa, anything. Uh, I think that's it for now. Holiday season is here. Enjoy the show! Thank you.
welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen, and I am super strong. Today's strength level is Sledgehammer. That's how strong I'm feeling today. Nathan, how does that feel that I'm as strong as a freaking sledgehammer today? Sure. Damn it. No, that's not an answer to the question, and you're just trying to have a little fun, but I don't like it, and I'm not having fun when you do that. I'm mostly trying to have a little nap. Mostly trying to have a little nap, he says. Well, that's pretty much the producer's job. After all, they just hit record and chill, so I guess if that's what you want to do, instead of being involved today, you can have a little nap. Or just take a little cat naps, maybe a little, little between segments and things. You take a little. Not really a cat person. Do you know that horses nap standing up? So if they're if they're scared at any point, they can just start running immediately. <laughs> That's great. Actually, I want to develop that skill now. I. It's it's important. I mean, that's that's why I've started trying to nap standing up, so that if anything threatens me mid nap, I can immediately run like a horse would to safety. I like that. I like that. Can you turn you up in the mic? I'm surprised that I'm asking that. Is there a way for me to hear you a little bit better, Nathan? I, I don't edit anything. <laughs> <laughs> we've been having some fun technical difficulties today, and the, and the audience won't, won't really know about that because we've, you know, it's already been redone and retried, so they, they won't hear all that. But we know that going into it. We don't normally have so many technical difficulties, but, you know, our guest is getting a special view today of the inner workings <laughs> We'll and the difficulties of podcasting today, and Nathan just wanting to nap. We're gonna fix it in post. instead of instead of doing very good things. That's right, fix it in post. <laughs> um, that being said, let's talk about our guest Hello. today. I have the honor and privilege of inviting a very special person to the podcast that actually all of you guys basically know going into if you're a fan of the show because this is the artist that did our logo. Yay. Welcome to Chad Coleman, or do you go by Chadwick? I've seen that on the internet as well. Uh, Chad or Chadwick, whichever feels right coming out of your mouth. Okay, seems sexual in some way, but I'll call you Chad. Feels good coming out of my mouth. Chad Coleman, everybody. Let's give him some applause, Nathan. Love. Just Nathan. I feel great about that. Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> it feels awkward, but it, it, he meant it. He did mean it, so you can't ask for more than just some good intentions. So, yeah, Chad, um, how did we meet originally? You you, you are a capoeirista, correct? I am a capoeirista. Uh, we met through my friend DJ Pochira. That's right. Um, who is a DJ and musician and also a capoeirista. Mm-hmm. And when did you guys come? Like, well, Pochira and I started a group mm-hmm. with another uh, past guest from the show, Kyle Traska, mm-hmm. called Hit and Run. And we were for a minute there doing all kinds of dance classes and all these things. Uh, and so we met you doing all those things, like doing parties and events Crazy with, Brazi- with Pochira. Brazilian culture all over L.A. Yeah. Yeah. And you you did a logo for her, didn't you? I did her logo, her original logo. She has um a few uh, now. Yeah, her <laughs> she's got a thousand logos. Yeah, she's got a million different logos. people every week to do the new logo. Um, I did her original logo for her. She asked me to do like uh, like a while back, and um, yeah, it, it she started passing my name. I mean, because she sees a lot of people, she works with a lot of musicians, so she started passing my name along to a lot of those people yeah. for and. Here we are with you. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, hey, who did that? 
And she's like, it's Chad. And I was like, really? Chadwick? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. So I hit you up right away. Indeed. I appreciate that. Well, dude. I, I I mean I when uh, I don't I didn't really involve Nathan on the making of that logo at all, but I remember just uh, just sending you ideas and then just basically the next day you having a awesome version. <laughs> well, we had through a couple little ideas, but then the, you hit it right on the head pretty like, much, and I was this, like, well, is this that's fine. And then you just fine tune it. But you took my ideas because I have no I have no ability to draw. I have one standard drawing that I learned when I was young called Monking. It's a monkey king, mm-hmm. and I used to draw him everywhere, on tests, on walls, anywhere I could draw monkey king, I would draw him, and I still do today. Nice. But that's the only drawing I know how to do, besides like 3D box and uh, flower, smile face, you boobs. To... <laughs> boobs. You can draw boobs. Very important to learn mm-hmm. how to draw boobs. So I have a very limited repertoire in my drawing <laughs> arsenal, but you took my ideas from my weird brain and put it into an even weirder, crazy uh-huh. logo. I, was, I, I actually, uh, I used to work at um, Six Flags when I was younger uh, doing uh, face painting and caricatures. Oh, sweet. So, like, I mean, that kind of stuff, obviously, for what we, we did with your logo, like, comes into play. And uh, just trying to get people's likeness and, like, also really trying to get someone's uh, um, personality you know, yeah. through picture. So, yeah, you send me a bunch of random crazy pictures. We won't talk about all the pictures that you're sending but... <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to go for a real, like, kind of nudist kind of vibe at first. And he was like, maybe you shouldn't do that. Like, are you sure you want this on your logo? <laughs> he was like, you're just going to intimidate men. <laughs> and you're going to alienate all men listeners, you know? You know what I mean, Nathan? Sure. <laughs> Damn it. Idiot. Okay, um, yeah, so so Chad was really one of the first people to know about the podcast at all. There was mm-hmm. only, he was in on the very ground floor. Yeah. Um, so if you're a listener to the show now, you know, you can, you've seen his art a million times by now, or at least 11 times since we've had, 11, or I guess, well, I mean, actually, this would be episode 15, so at least 15 times you've mm-hmm. seen this art. Uh, but yeah, so I've been looking forward to have Chad on ever since I started the show. I wanted to make sure and get Chad. Just like we had Chris Hackman on a few weeks ago, uh, who did all the he did the music for the show. Nice. So we wanted to get you guys both because you guys are heavily involved, in my opinion. You guys are the first people that even knew I was doing a show. So it feels good. Nathan, were you about to say something? Yeah, you got see, closer I, to my I'm mind? actually making the assumption that everybody listens to the podcast at least three times. Uh-huh. Uh So actually, you've seen the logo 45 times now. Wow. Well, you know what assuming does. Makes an ass out of Uma Thurman. We've discussed this. We have. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a long discussion because one of our guests thought that she looked like a thumb. She thought that she herself looked like a thumb or Uma Thurman looked like a thumb? Oh, our guest thought that Uma Thurman looks like a thumb. And you know, in trying to come up with names, we <laughs> never we were trying to go with Thuma. Mm-hmm. We never used her last name, which is the obvious one. Thurm. Uma Thurman. Oh. Sure, Thurman. But see, I don't, I don't really agree with it. I think she's quite attractive. I mean, you guys remember po- when she played Poison Ivy in Batman and Robin? Yes. That was awesome. That was not a quality Batman movie. No. Well, I skipped out on that one. I won't disagree with you, but I also do love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere where Arnold Schwarzenegger gets to say, you must chill, over and over again, and make really horrible, cold 
puns. That makes me laugh. That's when I figured out what Arnold was about. I thought he was an actor before. It was like Conan and uh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then I was like, this Twins. all like they don't give him a script. They just give him catchphrases. Yeah. They say, and that's all he says through the entire movie. Well, he can't. He cannot remember like a monologue or anything. <laughs> no. He can't. He can't dialogue with somebody. He, they're just like, okay, Arnold, this is where you're gonna say this is a little weird little one liner, <laughs> and shoot. George Clooney with an ice gun, okay? Come on, heroes, chill. <laughs> you know, he's still a better actor than Tony Danza, because one thing, if you've noticed about Tony Danza, Tony has never played a character that's not named Tony. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but uh, here on the Ryan and Super Strong podcast, we really try not to take a stand. So I, so those views that Nathan just said were not the views of the podcast only. <laughs> those views only. are factually correct and scientifically that's true. provable. Well, you, you said that he wasn't a good actor. Or no, you said no, Arnold, was said Arnold was a better actor. Okay, so no, never mind. Danza. Never mind, that's fine. We'll back that up. We'll back that up. Okay, so I'm going to just jump right into questions for you, Chad. I think because as as you know from listening to this podcast and as Nathan knows from sitting here to my right all the time, I I ask the questions that everybody wants to know. Mm -hmm. That people wish they had the, the balls to ask. You know, so when someone says, man, I love that artist, I love the art, I have this awesome question, but... I'm not brave enough to say it to his face. <laughs> but I do have the bravery it takes to ask you questions like this. Super strong. If you could sneeze anything, what would you sneeze? <laughs> That's where we're going to begin? That's where it's going to start? Okay. Yeah, I mean, because everybody's sneezing. we got seasonal allergies out the wazoo mm-hmm. right now. Especially me. I've been sneezing and coughing for the last couple of weeks um, with allergies. Um, because those Santa Anas started, uh-huh. and they're blowing all that pollen around that never got washed away by rain because of the drought. All that crap in the air. So we got seasonal allergies at the wazoo. Right. I'm sneezing. I'm thinking, I'm tired of boogers and snot. <laughs> so if I, I mean, an actual substance, if I could sneeze an actual substance. Yeah, out. and then you could get some use out of it instead of just having to throw it into a Kleenex and <laughs> oh, so it could, trash it. It doesn't have to be like stuff that no, people normally sneeze. It can be like Yeah, you could sneeze anything. If you could sneeze anything, what would it be? Money. Ooh. Man, that's a much more better answer than what I was thinking. <laughs> well, I'm glad I clarified because I was like, I don't Money. Know. What would you use that money for? <laughs> Probably anything that I was going to say that I would sneeze out. Like, I was going to say Jolly Ranchers was the first thing I can't mind. If I could sneeze out money, I would use it. <laughs> Who the hell knows? At yeah, that you'd point. be. I wonder how much money you would sneeze out, because it wouldn't be the same every night. Because you know how sometimes you get like a lot of snot out if you're blowing your nose, or sometimes it's just like a little bit. I wouldn't spend it on like any kind of cold uh, allergy uh, medicine because I'd want to continue to be able to sneeze. Yeah. So. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? So. You know when you're really stuffed up and you try to blow your nose and it's just dry, mm. and you're like, "Dang it, I'm still stuffed up." That's probably like a couple pennies would fall out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, once you get some, you get some mucinex or something, you start sneeze, you can start blowing your nose, and like all the stuff, is, you got like a thousand dollars, comes out. I feel, I feel like I couldn't tell anything, anyone about it. Like I would just have to keep something over me at all times, so sure. they see that that's what's happening, and keep the money for good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Nathan, what would you sneeze if you could? Let's take money off the table now, because he already said it. I was going to say, actually, money just was, like, my first thought, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go with um, fireflies. Whoa. That's that not usable at all, but it is very fun. not usable. But then I would be sort of, like, a little bit like Ving Rhames in that movie, you know, where he, like, what was that? Super Babies? 
Super babies, yeah. yeah. Did no, growing up in Kansas, mile. did you catch a lot of fireflies as well back in the day? I did. I caught like three. I don't know. That was not a big thing for me. You caught three I fireflies. Saw, I saw a lot of fireflies. Did you catch? Where did you grow up, Chad? Uh, I grew up in Houston, Texas. We yeah, did. Oh, you had fireflies down there. Oh yeah, fireflies and mosquitoes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as cool as fireflies. The bastard cousin of the firefly. They don't. They don't glow or anything. Terrible. They just suck blood. They're horrible people. They do splat in a very refreshing way. <laughs> refreshing. <laughs> they do. We used to catch fireflies and put them in ball jars just like this. Mm-hmm. I drank a coffee out of a ball jar today, and then now I have it here. But this is what I'll, I'll tap it on the mic so people can hear it. There's the That's lid you can quite hear. Pleasant. What? That's quite pleasant. I love the sound of a ball jar in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? That sounded weird, but. <laughs> um, what's your favorite reptile, Chad? My favorite reptile. Do you have one? You know, I mean, uh, snakes are cool. Snakes are cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been in. I think when I was younger, my mom used to. She's uh, terrified of snakes. Yeah, terrified. She can't see them in books. She can't television anything like that. It seems like moms are afraid of snakes. Like in general, in general yeah, mm-hmm. moms are real jerks about that kind of thing. Well, because they have a little baby and they get worried about protecting their babies, and then a snake is a is a dangerous animal, That's, you know, is what they think. Yeah. And, but it's like a little garter snake. Chill out. You know? <laughs> it's a grass snake. It's like two inches long. Yeah. Uh, I, she, she was, like, really afraid of them, and she, like, tried to instill that in me. Like, you should be afraid as well. And I was like, as a child, I at first I might have been afraid of them, but then as I got older, I was like, these things are not that. I mean, you see, unless you've seen the movie Anaconda. Yeah, I love that movie. Because that is John Voight at his best. Not a snake. That's a that's a monster. Yeah, that's a snake everyone can be afraid of. But that is John Voight with one of the most impressive and believable <laughs> accents. <laughs> and also Jennifer Lopez. Oh, yeah. Also Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Also Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. We got that that freaking cast is stacked. All like star. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. She was in. Oh wait, no, that was different. Anaconda. Oh. Also, that guy that <laughs> that redhead dude that was supposed to be in Back to the Future but got fired, <laughs> and then Michael J. Fox took over. You know that story? He's in that movie as oh. well. He's in Anaconda. You don't know that story? No. What's that guy's name? Did you guys know the story? I I've been watching a lot of Back to the Future stuff recently, but I, yeah, because of Back to the Future right. Day and all that shit. But yeah, I drove the other day when I was coming here to this studio. I was following the like the actual car. You're following like, the DeLorean. The DeLorean. I was following it here all the way. I forget to tell you that. Nice. And it had like the license plate set out of time and everything. Awesome. Did you pull up next to the guy and try to race him? No, I tr- well, because it was one of those situations where I kept on getting blocked by people, and then and then finally he took a turn, and I was like, I could follow him, but then he's got a creepy guy following him. No, you got to follow him and try to race him and see if you can get him to gun it to eighty-eight. And then if I can just follow in his tracks, exactly, and back in time, right? But I didn't. I was still kind of. I was kind of hungry, and I wasn't. I was kind of tired too. I didn't really feel like going back in time at that but moment. But food was cheaper back then, so you could have bought more. That's true. But I didn't have any cash on me. I just had cards. Mm, that could be a problem. <laughs> yeah. You'd hate to be that guy driving behind the DeLorean once it got, like, because afterwards there's just a trail of fire. So yeah. your tires on your car are just going to basically. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the assumption would be that if maybe if you go right behind them, you could maybe, don't you think you could get in there? Residual back to the future juice. Yeah. takes you to. What's that called when, the, when like, a NASCAR driver drives right behind, like, catching a draft? Yeah, catch yeah. a draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what people do with Lance Armstrong. 
in the race, the race of bike races. It's because he's more aerodynamic. <laughs> he is. What do you wish your brain was made out of, Chad? Saltwater taffy. Ooh, that's a good answer because it's kind of already like that. Yeah. It's kind of big goo ball up there. It feels like it goes along with the whole design already. Yeah, just a big ball of saltwater or like ABC gum. And then people could lick it and be cool with me about how sweet I am. They could lick your brain? Mm-hmm. Whoa. This is going to be one of those days today. <laughs> well, that's what that's kind of what we talk about. I mean, everybody's wondering, what's my brain made out of actually? You know, because you can't, I mean, you can be told things throughout your whole life, but you don't really know. You know? Yeah. But I guess you just have to believe, you know, like, it's like faith. You know, as you're just like, well, I have the faith to believe that my brain is a big goo ball of muscly tissue or something. Is it muscle? What is it, Nathan? I'm pretty sure it's not muscle. What is it? Just tissue? Flesh? It's not flesh. It's nervous tissue. Nervous tissue? Nervous tissue. Why is it so nervous? (laughs) Because it's got a lot of thinking to do. Oh. That's profound. I heard a study about, uh, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. I heard a study about uh, girls being meaner than guys because the grooves in their brains are deeper. And it makes them more angry and mean than guys. I'm not joking. It sounds like a joke. But it's not, and this is not verbatim what the study said exactly, but it's something along those lines. So, um, so I can't, I can't be taken a hundred percent seriously on this, but it is serious. I'm very serious about it. I'd say ninety five percent serious because so, I'm right along the right track. So, like all the girls that are are listening to this right now, are, uh-huh. are you like gaining fans right now or losing fans? Well, I'm not saying it in a derogatory way. I'm mostly just saying it in an informative way. Uh, so I think girls are. I think girls will take that much better. Like if I said that about guys, guys would probably be like, "Hey, fuck you, man!" <laughs> and that whoa, would whoa, prove whoa. your point. And they like push me on my shoulders. <laughs> but a girl might just go, "I don't like that you said that. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping that in my brain for when I see you next. And next time you want something, I'll slap you, and you won't know why." See, but now, now I believe you because yeah, that's what that's what their kind does. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think they would. I don't think they would like stop listening because of that. I mean, it was just a fact. Like it wasn't my study. Either. Mm-hmm. I was just. I was just saying something that I that I read or now, heard. Now it's informative. So we're so we're like learning. That's what we do on the podcast. We try to inform and educate and yeah. help people apply knowledge to their daily life. I'm with that. How do you feel about weird pizza toppings? The, the first, okay, I used to watch uh, Ninja Turtles when I was younger, uh-huh. uh, and uh, I think that's when I f- first started hearing about weird uh, mm, pizza toppings. I know like exactly what you're talking about. Anchovies. I tried this, okay? I went home, like, I was watching Ninja Turtles one day, and, like, Michelangelo was like, we should get a pizza and should have peanut butter and went out and stuff right. like that. I was like, I have peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And we had pizza at the house that day, so I went and tried that out, and I was like, how was it? <laughs> there, might, there might be something to this. Maybe I'm just trying to make it seem like it's better than it actually is. But you liked it. I guess I think I liked it. But I was also you had like, pizza at the house. Let me guess. Like what, what we, we grew up on those Totino's pizzas. Mm-hmm. Those like frozen pizzas. Is that what you had? We had leftover Little Caesars. Pizza. Ooh, pizza, pizza. That was from the '90s. Yeah, that little Caesar man. Yeah, I used to like that guy. He was cool. He was great. Little hairy chest. <laughs> <laughs> little olive branch thing around his head, a little pizza, 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 pizza. I think he had a mental disability. Probably. 
Which I think, so did the actual Julius Caesar, yeah, kind of a thing going. It was weird. They did their research. They named a whole complex over him because he was such a weirdo. They're still around. There are like a few of them around. There's one right across the street. Yeah. 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 I actually almost stopped because we're right about lunchtime right now, and I almost stopped and got a little Caesars, and I stopped over there for drinks earlier for for this podcast. Do you think they would give you uh, some weird topping pizza if you went there? I don't think at Little Caesars they do. They don't have a lot of options there. (laughs) They got like five things in their kitchen. (laughs) I just watched Inside Out, though. Have you seen that? Not yet. There's a scene where they move to San Francisco, and they try to get pizza, and it has broccoli on it, and the little girl hates it. Sounds about right. So that's what made me think about it, to be honest, when I saw that scene in Inside Out. Did you ever eat at the pizza place upstairs at Wichita State? No. Okay, so in the... Wait, with the bowling alley? Yeah, but in the upstairs part of the, the student center that had... Maybe. Like the, there's like a nicer restaurant up there that did like burgers oh. and pizza. And they know. had the most god-awful vegetarian pizza in the world. It had broccoli and other like large bits of vegetables, but I kid you not, it was like a flat pizza. Yeah. Like a flat, flat, like one of the thinnest crusts I've ever seen. Yeah. And within like like giant vegetables sitting on top and barely any cheese melted over them. Oh, come on. Yeah, and I've never, I like broccoli, but I've never in my life felt like, wow, this pizza needs broccoli. Right. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I've had pizzas with broccoli on it that are good. It was like mm-hmm. the wedges of onion. It wasn't like, like, sliced oh, onion. It was like a fucking, like, wedge. Of Come onion. on, it was, shockers. It was, yeah, it was. It was Stop shocking me with your weird pizza <laughs> toppings. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's a loop. So, are you someone who's comfy in strip clubs, or are you uncomfy in a strip club when you go in? And I and I urge you to to answer honestly. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been to a few strip clubs here in uh in LA, uh-huh. and when I go in there, it depends. I think it depends on who I'm with. Right. Uh, if I go with like really, your mom, it's a weird yeah, situation. There you go. That I think it just on the head. Uh huh. <laughs> Nailed that. Like, hey, mom, let's go to the strip club. They got a great deal on wings. <laughs> that's why we're going. It's <laughs> <laughs> not because of the ladies. That's yeah. There's a strip club right next to where I live called Crazy Girls, Crazy Girls, Crazy Girls. And my brother and I have never gone into it, but we always joke about going because they, they have, like, the best drink deals in town. It's like it's like $2 mixed drinks at all times. Let's and we're like, for the Geez, hot wings, Mom. That's why, why can't we just go in there and have some fun? Because the drinks are so cheap. But then you get surrounded by people that want your money for just lying to you. <laughs> I that's think... how I feel about strip clubs. I feel like they're lying to you. Yeah. You know? No, it's it's all a big lie. Well, because it, it makes you feel like you're gonna get what what you see, but then you don't get to go home with it because mm-hmm. the bouncer will punch you in the face. Yeah, and they and they say all things about loving you and stuff, and yeah. you're like, really? I just met you. <laughs> I did. I just came here for the wings and cheap drinks <laughs> and the salad bar. <laughs> I'm like, mom, mom, if you're listening to this right now, uh, I've never been to a strip club. Yeah, me neither. I'm just talking about from what I heard about from friends. <laughs> Friends, the TV show. Friends, the TV <laughs> An episode of Friends where they went to a That's show. where I learned about strip clubs. Nice. <laughs> so, if you could pick... Uh, everyone's been talking about Star Wars lately, right? Are you a Star Wars fan? I love Star Wars. And this new movie's about to come out mm. pretty soon here. J.J. Abrams' take on it. And I'm very excited. Mm. Um, if you got to pick... If somebody came up to you today and he, and he handed you a lightsaber or one of those blasty guns... Mm. What would you choose? Would you take the blasty gun, the pew 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 pew, that shot that shoots lasers? Mm. I am not a gun person, really. Okay. Uh, what about I, Nerf gun? 
if they gave the option between a Nerf gun and a and a lightsaber, pretty sure it would be the lightsaber. Oh, not between. No, but I'm saying blasty gun and lightsaber. Uh, I was just asking another question about uh, Nerf guns. We've changed. Uh, maybe the Nerf gun or a super soaker, maybe. Uh huh. But yeah, actual guns kind of like weird, which is weird because you're against guns. I come from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to live. That's big gun country. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! You have no (laughs) idea. People are allowed to carry. They have. You can have a gun rack on the back of your truck. Yeah. And just you know, walk around with it and just you know, daycare center wherever you go, just taking (laughs) taking guns everywhere. Daycare center. I like well. People are really big about their guns there, and I don't. I mean, I don't really. I'm a martial artist, you right? Know, you know, you right are now, so I'm more about actual physical hand-to-hand combat yeah. than put like, your gun away. Yeah, put get your gun the away. dukes up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the lightsaber is mm-hmm. my thing, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So lightsaber is more your vibe. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I think it would be fun to have a lightsaber. What do you think, Nathan? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. Okay. Um, so right now, I don't know how much you've listened, but we, 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 you know, we are training our listeners to anticipate the addition of sponsors in the, in the near future. And, and, and so in the meantime, we've been doing ad space for local businesses, new apps, apps are all the rage, um, you know, and things like that services and goods that are happening locally that need, that need ad space, but they're kind of small like we are so that they need some free ad space and we've been hooking them up. Mm-hmm. So this is a new website for that, and like, I, like I like to do the advertisements while you're here because you might need this service, or you might you might hear about it here on the show and then go, oh shit, I need this in my life. Didn't know about it until you today. didn't know about it until now. So that's why we do it. The uh, the group we're hyping today is called Undies for Oopsies. Uh, Undies for Oopsies is a new company. Basically, they have your back starting from the butt. That's kind of their saying. We have your back starting from your little butt. Mm. And the thing is, nowadays, a lot of people don't want to admit that, hey, you know, you laughed a little hard, you peed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oops. Oops, I really had to go to the bathroom, but I was on a long drive, and I forgot to take the exit, so now I pooped my pants. Whoopsie. You know. What are you, an astronaut? Can you edit that part out? <laughs> I don't edit anything out. And that part, too. What, does nobody remember the astronaut, the chick who... Decided that she was in love with the other astronaut and she was going to go kill that astronaut's wife. So she drove across the country in a diaper, shitting herself. Whoa. To try to kill this other astronaut's wife. That was some good forethought. She's like, look, I need to kill this person, but I do not want to take any bathroom <laughs> breaks. Exactly, right. She's like, I don't want to slow down at all. So, she so I'm going to take one really weird and... stop before and get adult diapers. Yeah. That just... But the thing about undies for oopsies is they're not adult diapers. They That's the whole thing. It's like, you, you don't... We're adults, guys. Do you want to really put a big diaper on like Goo Goo Gaga baby? Mm. No. You want to put on underwear like anybody else, and they're just padded. You can't tell, you know? And so you can't tell that it's a a diaper. It's just a big underwear. (laughs) And it's padded, and it's nice and tight around your legs. It has elastic bands and up here, so there's no pee or poop getting out when you're driving or when you're running around. But uh, it looks like underwear, and so when you make a little oopsie, your undies got it. You know, so it's not a big, you know, you guys could admit it. We were talking before the show that you guys are accidentally pooping earlier today. And that's just something, you can admit it. We're all adults. Everyone listening to the show is adult-ish. Everyone just grow up. Yeah, everyone just grow up. We need undies for oopsies sometimes, and that's just something that we all need. It's fine. So, 
Um, yeah, like I said earlier, their tagline is, We've got your back, starting from your little butt. Undies for oopsies. Go to oopsiepoopsie.com today. So, <laughs> back to the show. I'm going this afternoon. We go right into a segment that is a fan favorite here on the show, and I think you're going to enjoy it. You might have heard about, heard about it when listening to the show. This is um, this is a segment called the Compliment Corner. Mm-hmm. In Compliment Corner, Chad, you and I will take a moment together to become better friends by looking at each other in the eyes, and I will give you a compliment straight from my heart, mm-hmm. and then you'll toss one back straight from your heart right back at me. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like a fun thing? That sounds great. It's a good thing for us not only to bond, but also to just give our day a little boost. A little boost. And meanwhile, Nathan doesn't get to be complimented. He sits over in the corner, and he doesn't get involved. I'm sorry, Nathan. No, I'm not really a fan of compliments. I'm a fan of uh, unbridled negativity. Mm-hmm. We can do that, too. Which is why I tr- <laughs> we can't do that, and we do do that, and I did say do-do. Go to oopsiepoopsie.com. So, <clears throat> in co- welcome to Compliment Corner. I'm Ryan. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Chad. Uh-huh. I just guessed your name, even though we just met. Nice. Um, welcome to Compliment Corner. I would just like to say, as my compliment to you... <laughs> That when we did that logo together, um, and I gave you my ideas, and you just turned them into reality, I was super impressed by your ability to take my crazy weird brain and put it on screen so quickly. And you're a badass. That's my compliment. Uh, and then so I I get to meet. Thank you, by the way. Of course. Uh, I'm 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 blanking on who your first guest was, but I think they complimented your eyes. Oh yeah. And um, when I was working on the logo, you gave me some pictures to use as some reference. And uh, I noticed during the, you usually like you used to wear glasses a bit, but then started wearing uh, no glasses. Uh-huh. And then like suddenly there was this like burst of eye, eye candy there oh. that people wouldn't have known about, but possibly behind the glasses. I don't want to give the same compliment. Uh, that someone else has given you, but uh, that was just something something that I noticed. Uh, but I'm going to add to it and okay. say that I think it's because of your bright eye that you uh, have a bubbly personality. Oh, wow. Well, thank you very much. That's been Compliment Corner. And now we're out of Compliment Corner. <laughs> I, uh, I am wearing glasses today, but that compliment made me kind of self-conscious about wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be showing off this eye candy is talking about so much. You think so, Nathan? Can we coin the phrase eye candy? Sure. Wait, has it not already I think eye candy's already been coined. Damn it. But it has a new meaning now, Nathan. Yeah. Eye I, I candy. Eye I, I candy. Hmm. I think we've got something. Okay. So, the next segment is something you probably don't know about, and I don't know how many times we've done it on the show at this point, Um, but I think our audience is probably enjoying it. This is a segment that basically, I'll tell you the name of it. The segment is called, Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. And I know you, I know that, you know, and, I, and you know me, we hang out with a lot of Brazilians, we do a lot of Brazilian things, and we like booties and stuff. So it's not, I don't want you to take it literally, you know, because sometimes you like a good booty in your face. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason I made up this segment is because I was at a comedy show a few months back, and you know how comedy places are set up so there's a stage and then all the tables are facing the same way and they all have like two drink minimums. You have to get drinks throughout the show. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you've paid good money to get in there um, uh, and, you, and you're seeing comedy and then all of a sudden there's a server, 
serving the table in front of you and all you're seeing is their butt in your face when you're trying to listen to the jokes you paid for. Mm-hmm. That happened to me. That happened to me and while the server was in my face with her butt, I was all I was thinking was, hey, get your dang butt out of my face. Which is where I came up with this game. And it's a chance for us to air some grievances and tell these grievances to get their butts out of our faces, figuratively, not literally. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we start here. And we take, you know, we'll take around and just get some things off of our chest. Okay, and so I'll start it so you get the vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically in one sentence, you know, I try to ex- I'll ex- explain it and then I'll tell it to get its butt out of its face, and you guys can follow suit. <laughs> My problem right now, we're recording this in November. So we're not quite uh, when they're listen, when the audience is listening to this it'll be mid December it's about a month away, mm-hmm. um, but right now what I'm frustrated with is the fact that we had Halloween, and then all this and then we're supposed to have Thanksgiving coming up, mm-hmm. and then it's Christmas correct, mm-hmm. but in the stores all you see is Halloween decorations and candy and themes and then straight to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Where are my turkeys at? Where are my cartoon turkeys? Why don't we have Thanksgiving songs? Why don't we have Thanksgiving group dances like the electric slide and stuff? I think I think Thanksgiving lends itself perfectly to group dance. You know, why don't we have decorations for Thanksgiving? And why do the stores skip directly from Halloween to Christmas? And if anything, they just talk about Black Friday more than Thanksgiving. And that makes me angry. So... Hey, stores that are decorating for Halloween and Christmas but not Thanksgiving, get your dang butts out of my face. <laughs> That's where it's going. I, I yeah. Had, I had um like uh, my neighbors down the street. Like, uh-huh. it, it wasn't even Halloween yet. It was like we hadn't even, people were still getting costumes and things like that. Yeah. These, my neighbors still, they had uh, Christmas lights. Up in there, and it's not like those were they people... orange Christmas lights? No, they're not even festive for the holiday. They oh were, my god! You know, and it's not like those people that keep that leave their uh, uh, Christmas lights up all year round. It's like yeah. they actually just put them up way pre Halloween. Yeah, way pre Halloween, pre Thanksgiving, pre all of that. And it, I was like, it, it made me chuckle a little bit. Those was... guys are idiots. Yeah, they should get their butts out of your face. They should. And it feels good to get that off my chest. Thanks for letting me do that. Chad, do you have something that's been bothering you? Uh, well, when you said it, I, I I was kind of thinking about literal butts in mm-hmm. my face. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, I can't say that it's a... Okay, maybe this is a grievance. Like, if I'm, on, if I'm on an airplane or something like that, you know, when you're... Uh, um, if you have to happen to get a, an aisle seat because you didn't uh, do the, the pre-planning for your trip ahead of time to get the window or the nobody likes the middle seat, uh, and the uh, stewardess, steward, stewards and stewardesses sure. okay. are walking up and down the aisle, and uh, you know there's they they have to do their job. They understand what what they're doing. Right. But the people who after they say everybody sit down, we're about to take off. People who get up and start like fiddling around with stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, literally and figuratively have their butts in your face. Screw those people. Sit. That's true. But can you can you put it in terms of this game and tell them to get their butt out of there? <laughs> I have to say the phrase. You have to say it. We're in the game now, so you have to do it. Get your butt out of my face. Yeah. I agree with that. I can have that. Got it. Nathan, you have, you have something that's been bothering you? Yeah, so I went down to Orange County, um... Monday night uh, after our show with Angela Mulazy. Yeah, right. At 
a movie. I can't remember her social media. Never mind. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> that was not was a good plug, plug for Angela. And, and <laughs> but we will have her on the show soon, and they'll get yeah, all the plugs for her. So yeah, just hold yeah. off on googling her. <laughs> You're not even going to get the spelling of the name right, anyway. So yeah, it's ever. cool. Just ignore what I just said. But uh, when I went down to Orange County, I was reminded of something that they do down there that they don't do in most places in the country, and they should do it everywhere in the country and that is that orange county is one of the places in the country that has outlawed billboards and it makes for a much more scenic much more pleasant drive um and i really i don't need to ever see uh a sign for american apparel like there's zero point in my life where that's brought any positivity i can't think of any billboard in my life that i thought was a positive experience. I think the billboards, I mean, they're just ugly as shit. I get that. Yeah. So billboards get your dang butts out of my face. Dang. That's real. It is real. It is very real, and he's said it, and I think we all can vibe on that. Do you have anything else? Should we take another round? We'll take another lap? Should we do another round? I'm not, like, really bothered by a lot of things in life, but, um, yeah. I mean, I guess there are those few things that I'm like, I need to get your dang butt out of my face. I agree. I think one one for me topical right now that I think will matter to people as they're listening to this is the um, the Starbucks cup thing. Mm-hmm. You've oh, seen this? Yes. Everyone's freaking out and losing their all their shit over Starbucks cups. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I'm going, hey, <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> hey, why don't you go? Uh, why don't you go rake the leaves? <laughs> why don't you go rake the leaves in your ugly yard? And give that a shot. Take care of that. What? This is not something to think about. Oh. Starbucks really just not. changed their cups to red. Stop bitching and moaning and just, how about just try shutting up? There's way bigger problems in the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, Starbies is just trying to get you a coffee. <laughs> Settle down, you little mongrel. <laughs> I like that word. Mongrel? It's one of my favorite words. Well, it's true, and that's just like, hey, think about anything else. This is not something to start writing in about. Mm, yeah. If you don't like their cups, shut up. Make your own coffee. It's very easy. And then also, read a book or something before you start saying something. Just go read a book or go see a movie or try anything else. Don't be an idiot. So people that are complaining about those Starbucks cups, get your dang butt out of my face. I'm not to I just had to get that out, too. If you guys don't have anything else to complain about, that's fine. I had to go I, for a second round. I, I do have one that's related to that, but do you have one first? Do you, uh, have, one? Do you have another one? You can go first. Okay, I'll let's let Nathan go. Mm-hmm. So this is actually kind of related to yours because it has to do with, I think, like why people are responding this way to the, the Starbucks thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is um, activists don't have any real consequences for their positions. And so right now you see activism towards... A lot of shit that just doesn't matter, and it draws away from activism on shit that does matter, uh, and you know. Um, well, and it's it's but it's the way, it's reclining activism though. It's like I'm right, I'm, I'm in right. the safety of my home, exactly. drinking a red cup of Starbucks exactly. coffee. That's the thing is, is they, they they have no skin in the game. They're not actually. There's no consequences for their behavior because they're just sitting there on their computer, being sure. being you know being little weenie activists. Mm-hmm. They're not really actually getting out there and 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 so you can bitch about a lot of things when there are zero repercussions and you can bitch about shit that you really don't care about that much and i see a lot of people do that i see people who are incensed and offended about something every day and here's
here's the thing that really bothers me about it. So I actually am getting like not like ten percent worked up here, like because I'm <laughs> I'm pretty and I understand that the podcast does not take positions. Blah blah blah. It I'm does not personally. Uh, this is not the podcast position. This is me personally. I'm I'm quite liberal on pretty much everything, and. It's always other liberals that are incensed. It's not always other liberals, but a lot of times it's liberals that are incensed about stuff that just flat doesn't matter to anybody ever under any circumstance. It's not going to make any difference in your life. And when when liberals do this, then the stuff that Nathan, I'm going to ask you to, to get your dang butt like, out of my face, like, <laughs> like, incensed about nobody gives a shit. Nobody listens because you've already like like. You've already exhausted people by bitching about Starbucks cups or or right. shit that doesn't matter. And so armchair activists get you dang butts. Oh, that's the word I was looking for. Armchair. Yeah. yeah. I'm with that. And can you edit out that whole rant that you just did? <laughs> I can. That's not really. Oh, he said I can. But he didn't mean I will. But won't. Okay, on that same uh, tangent, then, uh, we're going to go with some internet trolls. Ooh. I mean, this is like, good. it's huge. Like, it, then they're everywhere. It doesn't matter what, like, genre, anything. It could be music. Mm-hmm. It could be art. Uh, every once in a while, I'll get a, um, a person. Uh, I have a DeviantArt uh, webpage where I post uh, gallery pictures, and I do commissions and stuff like that for yeah. people, artwork. Um I'm all about constructive criticism. Like people, if some, if their intent is to like actually help with sure, their criticism, yeah. I'm, I love that. That's exa- I love that. That's what I want. That's what I try to give to other people. But the person, like, it, and right now we're just talking about ignorance. Yeah. We're talking about people who say things about stuff and don't actually know what they're talking about. Like okay. they haven't done any of the research. Like you said, do your research. Like talk, read a book, you know, before you start t- sure. talking about it. Those types of people, like I had people who who uh, I've done a piece of artwork, and then like I'll go to their page and look at the stuff that they've done, and it's like not really so impressive to me or to anyone in that for that matter. Um, giving me like art advice on what I should do, but not in a constructive way, kind of just being a troll about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, those people, trolls, internet trolls, get your dang butts out of my face. Yeah, and this has been get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> I like that. It's fun to get your grievances out and yeah. get get stuff off your chest. Mm. And uh, this guy kind of calling internet troll. I don't think troll is a strong enough word to get mm. people to stop doing it. Yeah, you know, I think it should be internet bastards or internet <laughs> buttholes. <laughs> something it's kind of yeah, something that's like oh, because troll people are like oh, a cute little troll or something. Mm. You know, they don't even really have a good. I don't think troll really gets a really good image into people's mind about mm. what a troll is. So they're just like, oh, a, trolls are like a fairy book mm. character, right? You know, like whatever. They're not scared of that. But if you make it really bad, they might be like, oh, I don't want to be an internet fuckhead. You know? <laughs> something even worse. <laughs> you know, something what's, yeah. what's the worst word Dildo that you brain. can think of? Possible word that you can think of. I don't want to say that word. It's okay. offensive. The, I mean, it's not a curse word, but still sounds really harsh. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can't think of it right now. Yeah. But that's the word we should use instead of troll. I think dildo brain's pretty good. <laughs> There's nothing good about it. There's no misconstruing that into good. Dildo it goes into my theory nugget. about serial killers. Butt nugget? Is that butt nugget. Yeah, yeah butt That's pretty good. good. Even that's kind of cute, though. <laughs> <laughs> you little butt it's nugget. It's not cute when it happens to you. <laughs> it's a term of endearment. Huh. It could be. Butt nugget. 
If you come home and find a butt nugget on, on the carpet in your house. Mm, that's not cute. It's not cute. Same could be said about a troll in the real meaning of a troll, though. You know? That is And true. that's getting misconstrued. If you if you walk up to your drawbridge and find a troll there, you'll be very Yeah, happy. you got to pay the toll troll. <laughs> troll toll. Troll Before toll. you get to this puzzle. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. Um... Uh, but yeah, that goes right into my theory about serial killers. We've talked about it on the show before that serial killers get really cool names, <clears throat> you know, like the Midnight Mangler, or they get those acronym names like BTK, or they get the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> you know, it's like that's cool. I want a cool nickname like that. You know, so it's like that. Those names do not deter me from wanting to be a serial killer. You know, that's why I think, since the news has that soapbox to talk about these, the news and the police officers should work together to to give horrible names. <laughs> To serial killers, like you know, entertaining names like entertainingly horrible. Yeah, just be like, oh, you know, like I've said this before. I think little baby with a dress on uh, <laughs> murdered six people last night. Is on a rampage, you know. <laughs> little like, cootie boy that throws up on himself when he gets excited. Cootie he boy. he murdered sixteen people last night, and he's and he's on a and he's on a murderous spree. <laughs> you know, skank wrangler. Sure. Tiny girl that poops herself on accident mm-hmm. and then and then mm-hmm. plays with it with her hands. Stole stole another sixteen <laughs> kids and murdered them in the street. Something like that. You know, like you, it's like you tell what they did, but it's like you give them a really nasty. Ma- so when they when they're like, oh, I did this awesome murder. Let's tune into the news and see what they're calling me. <laughs> you know. Yo, remember uh, Home Alone? Sure. Uh, the. The wet bandits. The wet bandit. Yeah. Like... He taped all the faucets. <laughs> he put gum in there and then <laughs> <laughs> Like that's the name he the chose. The wet bandit for his... oh. strikes again. <laughs> or whatever he said every time. It's not a sinister name at all. No, the wet bandit. The... Sounds kinda gross. Yeah, it's pretty gross. There's that artist now called the Clean Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's a beautiful song that she wrote. Um <laughs> So now we're gonna play a game. Called Learning by Listing Rapid Fire. Oh my god. This is a really fun game that I enjoy thoroughly. Um, In Learning by Listing Rapid Fire, I give you a topic (laughs) that either I know you know a lot about or I know you don't know a lot about, and then, but the audience gets to hear about, you know, know, how much you know about a subject, (laughs) and they also get to hear how quickly you think on your feet. And basically, I'll throw the topic at you, and then you have five seconds to list. Whatever you know about that topic. Makes sense? Just a list, like a Rorschach t- test? Sure, something. you're just going to list whatever comes to your head about the subject that I throw at you. Okay. That makes sense? This is early in the day for me, but that's okay. Okay, are you ready? Sure. So I'm going to say the topic, and then I'm going to say go, and then you have five seconds to list as many things as you can. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the subject for today's learning by listen- listing rapid fire is... Pudding flavors. Go! Tapioca, rice pudding, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. Stop. Mm. Dang, I got a bit faster. It's interesting. Um, I really wondered if you would say strawberry. <laughs> I did. Um, because you, I knew you were going to say chocolate and vanilla because everybody says chocolate and vanilla. Mm. But is there really strawberry pudding? I might have been thinking about like yogurt flavors, like and ice cream, frozen <laughs> yogurt. I think that's and that was kind of a trap I was setting for you. I was mm. saying he's gonna say chocolate vanilla, and the next brain thought that I'm gonna set a little trap for him is he's gonna say strawberry. But is there really strawberry pudding? The next time I go to Ralph's, I'm on the lookout. 
Okay, I mean, you send me a picture message, and I'll make an I'll make a public <laughs> apology about making you feel bad. Strawberry. But you start off with tapioca. You said mm-hmm. rice pudding; those are delicious, mm-hmm. and I, I like tapioca pudding when it's freshly made and it's kind of warm. Mm. That's my favorite. What about butterscotch pudding? You like that? Oh, I don't like butterscotch. Ooh, no, no wonder you didn't list it. Mm-mm. Not on your brain. You'd rather make up a pudding flavor. <laughs> Than say butterscotch. <laughs> some fabricated pudding. There. Yeah, yeah, some fabricated pudding flavor mm-hmm. because you don't like butterscotch that much to even admit it. Butterscotch and I are not friends. I get it. I like caramel, but not butterscotch. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, when I, 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 I definitely taste the difference in those things, but, mm-hmm. I, but at the same time, I kind of feel like they all entertain the same kind of vibe for me. The realm of flavor. Yeah, caramel, butterscotch. Uh, what are some other examples of those types of flavors? Those are the only two. <laughs> Werther's original. <laughs> Werther's are wonderful. Werther's are so good. Nathan, do you like Werther's? Sure. Mm. Sure, when I'm hanging out with, like, grandmas, you know, it's always nice. They've always got them in their purses. Oh, my God, yeah. And root beer. They got root beer barrels. Root beer I love barrels, those. Yeah. What's yeah. up with grandmas and, and, and flavors and candies that don't exist anymore? Yeah, it is weird. Charleston chews. Why is it a thing that grandmas always have hard candy? And it still is a thing. <laughs> in that little bowl in their house where they keep the keys that don't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Don't eat those. It's weird. Why are they all into the same things? I'll never understand that. Grandma. So that was learning by listing. The next segment we have here is called Secret Moments with Ryan. Now, in Secret Moments with Ryan... Um, it's a time for us to become better friends, uh, and it's just a time where I get to show you a picture or two, and we'll talk about the picture, but you will, the, the goal is not to give clues as to what the picture is, okay? I don't want the audience or Nathan to know what the picture is. It's just for you and I to know, but we will talk about the feelings and thoughts that we have about the picture. Okay. Cool, and what it evokes in us. Gotcha. In doing so, we'll become better friends. We'll learn more about each other. And the audience is really just kind of out for this one. They don't get to really know what's going on at all. It's a podcast. Does that, does that make sense for you? <laughs> That's I really like doing visual things on the podcast, seeing <laughs> as it's just an audio format. It's not a visual format. So, Are you ready for your first picture and um, secret moments with Ryan? Indeed. All right, here's your first picture to talk about with me. Nice. Yeah. What, what kind of feelings is this? You immediately said nice and you saw it and you smiled. A really proud smile as if you enjoyed it. So I'm not really allowed to say what it is. Yeah, no, don't give clues or say what it is, but just kind of what does it make you feel? And I'll tell you what it does to me too. Okay. Let me do like this rapid fire thing. Like sure. Fierce. Sure. Uh... <laughs> it's weird to say you're going to go rapid fire and then just say one word. I was and the pause. exact same thing. <laughs> Went 100% blank after fears. Sorry. That's a very slow fire. Or, or like, a, you know, that's that's a very slow rapid fire, mm-hmm. I think. But uh, fierce is good. I feel that same way. Uh, strong, intimidating, mm. sharp. Sure. I feel like I have a common spirit with this picture, you know, mm-hmm. a, kind of a uh, a bravery instilled in me from mm-hmm. early on that I like to attach to my daily life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The kind of energy and intimidation factor that I bring to people. Intimidation factor. Ryan is super strong. Yeah, I, I tend to intimidate a lot when I walk around on the streets. 
It's a vibe that I carry very proudly, and uh, everybody knows it. People are taken aback by you. Yeah, they're they're pretty scared of me when I, I walk around. <laughs> it took a long time for Nathan to trust hanging out in this room with just me. <laughs> just the two of you. Without together. being threatened and scared. Because okay. that's the vibe that I have. That's why you have guests on the show. It's like you need a, a third person in here. You need know? at least one other person as a witness. Yeah. You know? <laughs> For a court of law, in a court mm-hmm. of law. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's move on to the next picture. Gotcha. How does this make you feel? Hmm. Pleasant. Mm-hmm. Let's say nostalgic. Sure. Uh, hungry. Uh-huh. I'm hungry, too. It's at the lunch hour right now. We are at the lunch hour. Mm. We're not doing rapid fire. <laughs> it's just certainly not rapid, but it, but it is happening. Uh, fl- uh, flavorful. Flavorful. Okay. Is that a real word? You kind of said flavorful, but mm. I'm not, I'm not sure what that means. But I, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Flavorful is definitely a word. Flavorful. Um, I kind of get excited when I see it because I think of future chances mm-hmm. to maybe enjoy something like this picture. Mm-hmm. Um, Today. Today, mm-hmm. sure. I get a today vibe off of this, too. <laughs> cool. Well, that's been the secret moments with Ryan. And I think we're better friends now, and I think we've learned a little bit about how we react to things, mm-hmm. which is important. That's the kind of the whole vibe of that section. <laughs> uh, so with that, we're going to go into one more segment okay. before our next ad. And this is a segment um, called Own, Destroy, No Exists, But Never Enjoy. Uh, have you ever played the game FMK? No. FMK is a game where you get three celebrities, mm-hmm. and then you have to choose one celebrity to sleep with, one celebrity to marry, and one celebrity to kill. <laughs> so it's kind of so it's called FMK, uh-huh. and you have to choose those two things. And I think it's a horrible game. It's it's really bad. It's bad in nature. It's sad to for who you kill. Mm-hmm. It's sad to say you want to F someone, you know what I mean? It's just sad all around. So I made up a new game called Own, Destroy, No Exist, But Never Enjoy, where I give you three things, and you choose one to own, one to destroy, and one that you will know that it exists, but you can never have it, but the whole world can. Own, destroy. No exist, but never enjoy. Okay? Okay. So your three things are grilled cheese sandwich. Cutie pie girls with booties. Cold beers. <laughs> the, the cutie pie girls. Why did I go immediately to that one? Well, you're a, you're a, you're a warm-blooded man, mm-hmm. and you like cutie pie girls with booties. What's What's weird is to, uh, I mean, I would make that one one my my own. Right. But you're not really supposed to own people. Well, it's just a game. Settle down. <laughs> Settle down. Don't say own people to me like that. Jeez, a little. Okay, you're not really supposed to own women. It's a game. They understand. Stop worse. trying to protect my women listeners. Right. They know me. I'd love to own booty girls. Okay, okay me too. Uh, and beer and and what was the grilled cheese sandwich? Grilled cheese sandwich. Sandwich is the way I have to say it. Okay. Uh. I'd probably destroy the grilled cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. And, 
let everybody else have beer, mm-hmm. but you could never have it. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm one of those people who uh, enjoys when uh, I'm hanging out with my friends. If all my friends are having a good time, then I'm having a good time. Yeah. Whether I'm drinking or not. Well, and you can have a different drink. You oh. just can't have the cold beer. You that, know? That's good. I think that's a, I think that went well. That one. Went yeah, well. I felt good about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this next ad is another is another uh, is another fun service that I've learned about. I, I have a you know, as people know, we've had te- a segment called the Teen Trampoline in here before, where I, where I've had teenagers come in and they've said their views on things, and I you know I have I have my finger on the pulse of teen culture and college student culture, and I was recently talking to a college student who said that you know that, like their their biggest problem is. They don't get to hang off puppies and dogs anymore. And so I scoured the internet for a company that needed our help. And this is a new service called Puppy Time for Study Time. <laughs> In this service, you go to colleges where there's all these hard-working college students, and they're studying and studying and studying, but meanwhile... Their mommy and papa are back at home several states away, maybe in a different time zone. They're lonely, Chad. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been lonely before? Never. Oh, okay. Nathan, have you ever been lonely before? Always. Always. So we have two very different sides of the story. But how many times have you guys loved puppies in your life? Every time I see a puppy. Yeah, always. Yeah. And that's why this service is so great. They'll bring a puppy right up to your room, but the thing is, they're not going to give you free time. Mm. They're going to check in with you and say, hey, man, how long have you studied? And you go, man, I've been studying for three hours. Guess how many hours of puppy time you get? Three hours. Three hours. You get three hours of puppy time for three hours of study time. That's mad. So it's an even trade. It's a free service uh, brought to you by the educational departments of all the states. (laughs) Do you? You have to give the puppies back after that, though? Yeah, you have to give... Then they'll come by and pick them up. Uh, and they give you poop bags and treats to give them. And you can give them treats and you can hang out. And you give them a little cuddly and squeeze. Do they ever do double coupon day? Uh, what does that mean? So if you, if you did study time for three hours, you get six, six hours, hours of puppy yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, they'll do that. Yeah. But it's not. But it's only once a month. Okay. That's, that's, and then that's at, mid-term, at midterms, they do that, too. Because you're stressed out. Yeah. You're stressed out, and like so, if you're studying all day, every day for a week for midterms, they'll give you a puppy for two weeks. You know, they're just like, look, he's, we're just gonna drop this puppy off, give him back to us in two weeks. If you need an extra day or so, we understand. We like, understand. You know, who has a surplus of puppies just hanging out? Oh, our puppies everywhere. Wow. Yeah, there's puppies everywhere. Humane society. Yeah, um, animal shelters. They need these puppies to be protected and treated well. Aw. So that's been puppy time for study time. You can visit their website at timeaftertime.edu. Nice. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> so as we started the show, and I always start every show, I have a daily strength level. And it, and it explains how I'm feeling and the kind of energy that I bring. And today's energy and strength level was sledgehammer. Now, a sledgehammer is a very strong item, especially when wielded by a strong man. As I think any three of us could wield a sledgehammer in a good way in this room. Are you as strong as a sledgehammer, Chad? Sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling today? Uh, maybe not this early in the day feeling as strong as a sledgehammer, but <laughs> possibly around like 
8 p.m. I'll be I'll be out there. You'll be rocking. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so this, as as you may know or may not know, this this podcast is an inspirational, motivational podcast. Mm-hmm. We like to motivate our listeners, and we like to give them things that they can do throughout the week to make themselves better. So, if we have a listener that's going, "Hey, man, I like Chad. I like the logo he did. I've checked out his website now. I like his art." I know he's a capoeirista. How can I get strong like him? <laughs> you know, and so I, what I like our guests to do is give a little advice to our listeners on how to get super strong like you over the next week until our next guest is on, you know? Mm. So what are some things? Let's talk about different types of strength. Let's start with physical strength. What do you do throughout your week to get super strong like a sledgehammer? Um, I teach classes, uh, capoeira classes during the week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and during those classes, uh, you know, the students are taking uh, the class, but I'm also kind of taking, like, in teaching the class, I'm also taking the class, sort of. Yeah. So it's a good way for me to stay strong by yeah. doing that. Uh, and I've seen you do those kicks and flips and mm-hmm. and crazy moves that I can't do. Mm-hmm. Tekken. Mm-hmm. I'm super strong, but I don't do the kicky flips and stuff like that. But you could. Could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully one day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow from <laughs> 10 to 11 a.m. <laughs> be in my class first thing tomorrow morning. <laughs> Get you um, okay, so let's talk about mental strength. What do you do throughout the week that gets you mentally strong? Oh, man. That's one of my favorite things. Um, <clears throat> I uh, I dream a lot. I'm like a, mm. a dream farmer. You mean like, ooh. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Where I like explain uh, that. I'll go to sleep and um I have like I can get you know, people it takes some people a long time to get to REM sleep where they're actually like dreaming. It takes me like fifteen minutes to get to that. So I really love it. Like I can start dreaming immediately. And uh when I have a really good dream I wake up and I'll write stuff down in a a dream journal. A dream journal, like it's and it's sitting right over there. Don't talk about it because it... It is sitting right there. It's been open this whole time. Do <laughs> you think your dreams are escaping from that dream journal right now? No, and no. coming into my brain? No, maybe. Maybe. It seems like it has power. Doesn't that book seem powerful? It does have that sort of like, like uh, first 15 minutes of a Robin Williams film kind of thing I would like to just on. take a quick picture of it. <laughs> it's just sitting over there looking really powerful. Yeah. I, have... I don't want... I won't let them see what it is. Like, what's... It written in it. Oh my god! All my best ideas are like written in there right now. Yeah. You're gonna put it out there for all the world to see. Let me just take a quick pic of that. I got it. Okay. Uh, dream journal. I put all the dreams in there, and then uh, uh, having those experiences when I wake up, I feel like twenty, thirty times better, just from having had good, you know, good sleep. And then uh, mentally, it makes me feel like I can go tackle anything. Cool. Living in dream worlds and then... So keeping a dream journal. That's a good advice for our listeners. Dream journal. That's cool. I've always wanted to do that. And then when I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, what? And Mm -hmm. I just fall back asleep. It's kind of my vibe. That's why I can't um, have puppies at my house Mm because they'll wake me up from those dreams. Then I'll be be upset at them immediately. Why did you wake me up from the dream? And you punch them in the head. You don't punch them because they'll take you away for that. Mm -hmm. But, But then you can't be mad at it because it's a puppy. Okay. What about emotional strength? Do you do anything throughout your week to be emotionally strong? Uh, I cry profusely into a pillow nightly. Huh. That doesn't seem like strength, but <laughs> explain to me how that's strength. <laughs> Admitting it is certainly strong, so let's it's, hear about it. It's not at all true. I do the exact opposite. I, forget, I never cry. 
Well, wait, uh, so now we know he also lies. Because he's either lying now or was lying then. Okay. Either hey, way. Can I give... Here's... Okay. I'm going to give a little bit of, about myself. Like, okay. I'm going to throw a little bit out there. Okay. Just throw a little onto the universe. Uh, but it's hilarious at the same time. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I, I watch... I, I grew up in the 80s, and um, I watched a lot of wrestling when I was younger. Mm. Like, uh, and... Uh, Sometimes now, if I'm watching old matches or some, you know, something that was huge, like Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant kind of thing, it oh, still yeah. it still gets me like Goose I get goosebumps. Yeah, when I watch those things, which is kind of like odd, but at the same time, like I get I get like emotional about those things. Like or, or here's another really good one. Uh, when I watch Rocky. Like, if I watch any of the Rocky fights, you know, at the end of the match when it's all, like, super blah, 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 there's, Rocky's about to lose, and then he starts getting all hyped up. Like, those, watching those kind of things gets me emotional, too, so. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And, and to and wrap it up, are you a spiritual man? Do you, do you do anything to be spiritually strong, or you kind of feel like you're on the outside of that vibe, or what kind of things do you do for that? Uh, spiritually, not necessarily religious. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, you do like, a little something throughout your week to get. I like incense. Ooh, actually, I like to collect incense. People, when people give me uh, uh, incense, or I go to some place and I, you know, you can go. What are those places called? Do they have a specific name where you buy incense? I don't know. Smelltopia. Centatorium. Centatorium. That sounds I love. right. I go to those and get incense and uh, burn that. Mm-hmm. that. That's good. That's centering. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, the reason you came on, you know, is like I, I, I always like people to come on here and hype their projects, hype their social media, hype every, and you know, like your classes for Capoeira. So if people that like you, where can they find you on the internet? Where can they find you doing classes? Like tell the people where to look at you up. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Chadwick Coleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, my website uh, where I have uh, all of my artwork is chadwickart.com. Um, uh, I have links to all of my other, like, uh, uh, art gallery websites on my actual website, so you don't even really have to go to another page, so yeah. you can just stay on that page. My DeviantArt page is on that. Um, and for, uh, Capoeira, you can go to CapoeiraBrazil, with an S, dot com, mm-hmm. uh, and it has all of our, uh, the schedules for our classes, uh, who's going to be teaching, like, very nice pictures and all of this kind of stuff, media, for you guys to see and check mm-hmm. out. So, yeah, definitely check that. So I teach Capoeira. I teach kids classes during the week on uh, Thursdays and Fridays um, around 4 or 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, that. I do private lessons if you guys want private lessons as well. For Capoeira. Indeed. Cool. Well, and, I think that's. Do you have anything else you want to plug? And Photoshop. I teach photo. Oh, well, oh, you I, teach Photoshop. I can do pro uh, private Photoshop classes. Yeah, Ooh, indeed. Hmm. That's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that I think that our audience is interested in you. The logo is awesome, and I've gotten so much positive feedback from our logo, and it really is like before anything that before anybody tunes in and listens they're seeing your art before they even hear my voice i'm happy so so i i can't be happier and more thankful that you are the face or like i'm the face i guess but you you drew the face <laughs> of the show face. it's your face it's not <laughs> so you're seeing when people tune in like that's what it's a big deal yeah. so i think i can't be more thankful to you buddy i appreciate it and i'm so glad to have you on the show and i really hope people take it seriously and check you out online and follow you cuz you're a badass thank you very much 
Uh, I will just quickly plug. Normally, I plug you at the end of every show, but I won't because you just got this whole show. So yeah, no more plugs for you. Now you're done. Uh, but I will plug Chris Hackman, who was on the episode a few like three weeks ago. Uh, so check him out, or two weeks ago. Um, check him out again. Uh, he does all our intro and outro music and is a great guy. And I always plug my buddy Nate here and yep. our producer for the show. Yep. You have any plugs you want to throw out? At No Town Sound. At No Town Sound. Yep. Check it out. Yep. Instagram and Facebook and all that. If yep. you check um, Ryan is Super Strong uh, on Instagram, at Super Strong Ryan on Twitter, you can email us questions and learn about stuff at uh, Ryan is Super Strong at gmail.com and on Facebook slash Ryan is Super Strong, all that stuff. You can also follow me at Ninja Knutson or Ryan Knutson on every social media around. Um, and most importantly, guys, get on the internet and go to iTunes and go to our podcast and like five star it and review it you know yes. and if you and if you don't like the show and you're going i'm gonna one star it actually don't do that and just <laughs> shut up and walk to your bedroom and take a nap for a little while okay shut up. up yeah don't be a little weenie bopper and get your butt out of my face <laughs> the bopping on weenies and giving one star ratings you little jerk just don't listen get out of here you're not part of the fam <laughs> scoot scoot with your butt can I give a little advice for people? Like a really quick adv- sure, advice? Sure, give some advice. Throw it out uh, there. Here, uh, I mean, I know not everyone can do this with their day. I work freelance, so I work from home. So I'm able to do this. But sometimes if I have a day when I woke, I, I wake up and like it already feels like a terrible day, I'm like, nothing's going to work out. I start drawing. Nothing's working when I'm drawing or whatever. I'm making music. It's not working out. I just go back to sleep and reset and then wake up again and try again later on. I mean, like, obviously, that's a very specific crowd. Like, start a new day. Huh? Yeah, I just, like, because when I wake up, I'm like, it feels like a brand new day to me. Yeah. Like, whatever happened earlier, forget all that. That's it, that's how I feel after a nap. I'm like, wait, that was today, too? Yeah. I feel, I yeah. It helps. It's a good vibe. Anything else to say before we close the show up there, Nathan? No. 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 Great addition. <laughs> Great addition. Glad I asked. <laughs> All right, sweet. So let's take this little birdie in for a little landing in our nest. Every week, I take the ending of our show to speak to one specific listener, and this week, you know who you are. You're a bartender. And normally, I love bartenders, but I heard a story about you. And I've heard from time to time that people will water down the alcohol in their bars to make things stretch, but you haven't been adding water, have you, Mr. Pee Pants? You've been adding your own pee as a prank. And you know what? If you do that, if you choose to do that, you are an idiot and a monster. But don't let my insults phase you. What you really should do is take them seriously and better yourself. After you listen to Chad or you go back in the archive and you listen to all the advice we've given, I hope that you can realize that you need to stop it. You're being a jerk to other human beings and that's not right. Stop peeing in all their little cocktails. And I know that saying cocktails right after pee is weird and it has kind of a and the kind of a tied together thing that's nasty and sexual, but hey, cut it out. And look yourself in the mirror tomorrow and say, I can be better. Today, I stopped peeing in everyone's cocktails. I'm sorry for saying that again. And I'm going to be super strong, just like Ryan. 